Speaking the truth to the state capitol, this is Drive Time Lincoln with the commander, Jack Riggins, on the voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. All right, folks, October 13th, which is Thursday. <laughs> it's Drive Time Lincoln. I'm your host, Jack Riggins. Johnny Cadillac is producing the show. Uh, it's a talkative Thursday, trying to make up for a lack of a whatever Wednesday where we had uh, Remy Adeleke on, author. I'm going to finish up and talk a little bit more about him um, today and what I learned in his story because I think it's very moving uh, what he's trying to do. Uh, 61 degrees feels like 61. Johnny's logging it down to see if we get the typical drive time Lincoln bump up or down. I never did tell you yesterday. It did not actually change at all yesterday from the two times you gave the weather. Well, that means we were probably decently balanced on the show. Or yeah. Who knows? Um, that fire warning's still out there, I assume, because of high, high, high winds today and low humidity as well. So, yeah, really windy out there. I was out outside myself today doing some things and noticed that it had kicked up uh, quite a bit. But uh, that means on a talkative Thursday, a term I pretty much made up, uh, the Rick Stein Recognition Hotline is open the entire show, 402-479-1400. If you also text that same number, 402-479-1400, you'll get the Rick Stein Recognition text line, and you'll have direct access to us here at Drive Time Lincoln. We usually are pretty darn good about um, either getting you on air via the text line or... Um, Texting you back with whatever you've asked and thoughts on the show. Um, Scott's already out there on the text line. Um, he has asked, what are some ways slash upcoming opportunities folks can learn about who they should vote for? Well, that is a great question, Scott. What I would suggest people may not enjoy um, requires you to have access to the internet but the first place I would go you know if you're in our county in any county is your local party's website right the two big ones Democrat Republican I suspect libertarians are pretty good at uh, getting information out but on your local party, so in this case, the Lancaster County Republican Party, the Lancaster County Democratic Party, they're going to not only have, you know, informations and initiatives from that kind of high-level party values, party platform items, but they're absolutely going to have calendars and uh, flyers that describe the candidates, you know, in your county, what office they're running for, and probably links or hyperlinks to then those candidates' websites. The tried and true way, of course, once you get to a website, you know, doing it through digital, is to sign up for the email list. Now, I will warn you, I think everybody in the listening audience understands 
I'm Republican. I'm conservative leaning. Uh, so it would make sense I sign up. I am getting more than pissed or annoyed at all the emails I'm getting about local politics and races. Excuse me, not local, national. Okay, I'm not, I'm going to tell you right now, I may say something like, yeah, I want Herschel Walker to win in Georgia, right? But the truth is, Herschel, I I don't want emails from your campaign. And I definitely don't want want ones asking for money. As a matter of fact, I was going to do a whole show on this. I'm going to get off topic for a second here, Scott. I was going to do a whole show because you may or may not be aware nationally, there's several former Navy SEALs like myself, like Remy, who was on yesterday, um, who are getting into politics or are in politics, and they're running for offices. In this case, it's uh, Senate and Congress, if you will, in the respective states. And listen, I don't, as a citizen, as a former SEAL, I don't care what's going on in Montana necessarily that I need to, in your race necessarily, that I need to see it every day in the spam box. Okay, and then at the end, ask me for money. Listen, everything I'm trying to do with regard to values of the Republican Party. Okay, I try to do it right in my personal time uh, with, you know, helping out the local party here or the state party here in Nebraska and in Lancaster County. And yes, obviously on the radio, there's no way that, you know, I can be completely fair, but. I'm fair in the sense that I will always let different political views come on this show and we will always discuss them. Okay? There's no doubt about it. So it just drives me nuts. My point is that is still the best way, Scott, to be informed of all the candidates and where they're going to go out and give little uh, town halls or talks so that you then can directly interact with the candidate so that you can get to know them on a more deeper level or have your questions answered you know to your specific um ideas that would cause you to you know be for a candidate or against a candidate and it is in full swing right now um so it just kind of depends i think to me the websites of the local county party is where you start you know, I would add in while you're at it, your state party, and you're going to, you know, widen the aperture, if you will. Because oftentimes these folks kind of uh, cluster together in grapes and do fundraisers and talks um, and, you know, get to their website. I honestly couldn't tell you if, like, local papers uh, put out, you know, other, you know, when the candidates are going to meet or go out and talk. They probably don't. Um you know, the other thing, and you've heard me say it on this show, is when there are debates, I think it's important to watch those or get access to those, whether you can get there in person or not. Um, and so, ultimately, I think it's a process, and it's a process that on this show I talk about a lot, which is, you know, A, the end goal is an informed voting base. You and I, you know, the individual citizen informed on the issues, informed on the candidates and casting our educated vote, not a blind vote, not a uneducated. I just heard about voting. So I'm just going to go vote this way. You know, definitely not walking down the street, handed a card and I'm just going to go vote what this card says that, you know, that doesn't help a democracy, uh, but rather 
you know, research the facts up front. Certainly the issues that are important to you, because let's be honest, folks, not all issues are important to everybody on either side of the aisle. And, you know, when it comes to local, we're a small enough community that you can get out and about and find out kind of the platforms, find out what the uh the candidate is specifically about, or if they're an incumbent, you know, their voting record. And then I think it is to continue to monitor, you know, if there's any major changes and or being able to get access at one of these events to discuss with them. Or once you know kind of their mailing location or whatever, fair to call, fair to write, right? Old school. And nothing better than, you know, I know I'm sure if you wrote a letter, um, you know, you might get a standard pitch back and platform items, but that's where I would start. I would caution everyone when um, you're looking at the TV commercials. <laughs> um, right now, I I get a lot of, for whatever reason, anti-Don Bacon stuff on every single like YouTube or Hulu or anything where there's a commercial and I'm watching TV, so to speak. I don't know why I do, but I do. I caution from anybody taking information on either side of the aisle from those type things as, oh, that's the candidate. Because that's just simple attack ads for the most part. And um, there's, you know, a wide left and right limit of what's acceptable in there. Uh, The second thing I would caution, right, is the spam bots. Okay, so on social media, right, we we can buy, if I wanted to buy a thousand spam bots for Drive Time Lincoln, I could do it. I could add a thousand followers to my account. They're all digital and fake, and they could then start texting me repeatedly via computer program, uh, excuse me, putting out tweets that say how cool I am in this show. And, you know, we miss Johnny. We want Johnny. You know, you're the best. And it, and that creates a social buzz. And that social buzz then might, you know, end up getting me 500 or 1,000 more followers or might get more people to listen to DTL. You know, that's a tactic. And so you have that. Um, and then you have the automated calls. And I've got friends already that have been sending me all kinds of automated stuff, right, which I just love because... You know, these are, in my case, Republicans, right? And then they're just getting hammered with Democratic spam bots, you know? Um, (laughs) And uh, (laughs) it's just interesting, right? I mean, we got this one. I I mean, I'm pulling it right up, right? So the, the text bots and the auto phone bots, you know, are all over it, in this case, for Adam Moorfield, you know? Hi, so and so. It's Jack with our revolution. Okay, so they're doing a revolution, they're saying. Early voting is underway in Nebraska, and we are backing progressive Adam Moorfield to defeat the Republican incumbent for Lancaster County. We also need to reelect Sean Flower Day and Rick Vest for Lancaster County Commission. Okay, um, blah, 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 blah. So, you know, an auto-generated message um, that's very common. How does that happen? Well... These campaigns take their money, they buy telephone data and numbers, and they put it into a computer program, and they send that message out to, you know, maybe 
300,000 voters in Lincoln or maybe just independents or maybe people that have profiles that says they could be a tweener voter? Because that's the other thing, folks. All your little clicks, all your digital data, depending on how much money you want to spend, has a profile. And so these political operatives will find those and they'll be like, oh, you know, this person might be a registered Republican, but it looks like they clicked on this and they clicked on that. And so therefore we're going to send this to them because they might vote for us. Um, those, Scott, are the worst absolute, absolute way to find information about candidates. So, you know, do it old school. Do your research. Start at the websites. Read. Know what questions you want to ask. And, uh, you know, try to listen and follow up on on where they're talking about those things. There's the voting records, social media, Facebook, um, you know, attack ads on TV, uh, and the spam bots on social media as well as the text bots. Th- that's no good. That's just people trying to hijack your mind. So I don't dig that. Uh, talkative uh, Thursday feels like I called it Tuesday. Thursday, Rick Stein Recognition Hotline's open, 402-479-1400. Same with the text line. Appreciate it. Johnny, I had to ask you after the uh, Remy interview yesterday, again, uh, retired SEAL, author, actor, and really producer and director now of his own show, The Unexpected Film, which is on YouTube right now, um, about really combating human trafficking and educating on what human trafficking, modern-day slavery, and in this case, organ harvesting is. Um, yeah, what did you think? Oh, Some goodness. of that was probably new to you. Yeah, it was, well, I mean, it's, I've had a connection with uh, human, human trafficking issues for a long time. Uh, my brother was once involved in the ministry where he went overseas dealing with uh, sex trafficking victims and, well, on a team dealing with uh-huh. it. So it's hit home a little closer to me more than people realize. Um, I laughed yesterday because I think you told me during a break, you said, well, Johnny, as you can see, us Navy men have more interesting lives than you thought we did. And I said, I never thought of you guys as boring anyway. I I think what I said also was, uh, and you thought we were all quiet. Yeah, that's that's what it was. Because Remy could... could talk just like I can talk. But not that it's very good talk. Remy was good talk, but uh you know, some of us could be very extroverted people. <laughs> I want to if you I'm to a uh, message to listeners, if you haven't listened to yesterday's episode, I highly encourage you to go find the podcast that dropped for it and listen to it. It's it was an incredible get he has such an incredible story of everything he went through what he had to go through even to get into the military in the first place just to like straighten out his life I thought was incredible and to come on now and the work he did in Transformers to having his own film with a powerful message I highly encourage you if you missed yesterday's episode go back and find it it's worth the listen yeah well said Johnny well said um and and to be honest had no idea that Nebraska was going to launch our human trafficking hotline um so that was just great timing there but um, you know, the state of Nebraska has their new hotline. Uh, it can be reached 24 hours a day, 833-PLS-LOOK, uh, which equates out to 833-757-5665. Um, 
And this way, it's designed to help people receive tips in law enforcement on possible human trafficking and quickly direct the information to local investigators. Um, tips can be made anonymously. So, uh, yeah, that's that's a good deal. And you're absolutely right. Uh, I mean, his story, folks, uh, if you go back, and I'll, I'll just summarize, was born into Nigerian royalty um, as a American citizen, his wife, uh, his wife, his mother was American and um you know in those power struggles there you know living the high life of I'm gonna call it just rich beyond belief as a young boy and uh, his father was killed everything was taken uh money goods everything and uh so they moved to the Bronx and as he was raised in the Bronx essentially you know got into street life got into drugs got into dealing drugs got a bunch of felonies and uh, essentially just kind of had that choice right military or probably becoming a statistic and he comes into the navy and uh ends up joining seal team from there you know is a technical advisor um on a lot of different movies um kind of made it if you will to the big time in the transformer series i think the last night um which is just cool right i mean if you look him up he's a good looking guy you'll notice him he's been in several movies um but as he's going through, you know, these unbelievable transformations in his life and doing something in the great service of our country, he's on a mission um, in which he said DR, Dominican Republic. Um, and, you know, essentially with one of our guides, as you will, and doing the work that we do, uh, witnesses human trafficking and and I don't think he said sex trafficking, but human trafficking and as well as the dire conditions um, of a small family and it just really s- hits his soul and he can't do anything about it nor can the team at that time it's not their mission that may sound weird um, and he kind of sets out to do something about it so yeah Remy in that podcast his book transformed and the film The Unexpected or Well Was the Watch uh, we'll talk about it a little more and other topics when we come back KLIN 1400 AM 99.3 FM you're getting the 411 from DTL with Commander Jack Riggins on 1499.3 KLIN. All right, back here for just a couple minutes uh, for the next break, Thursday, October 13th. Still 61 out and still feels like 61. The fire warning still in effect because of the high wind and low humidity. Uh, whoo, folks. Magic Moments, uh, be part of something special this holiday season by making magic happen for a neighbor, friend, or family member in need of some extra cheer. Nominate them for the Magic Moments program with Union Bank and Trust and KLIN. Find the nomination form and all the details about Magic Moments online at KLIN.com. I'm uh, trying to do a talkative uh, Thursday here to make up for whatever Wednesday. Rick Stein Recognition Hotline, 402-479-1400 and text line are open. Um, so second segment, uh, feel free to call in. Little slow day. Nobody's liking DTL. Johnny, maybe we're going to get kicked off the air. Nobody's calling in anymore. Richard, we don't know where you're at. Um, we do hope you're well. Haven't heard from you in forever. Um, and anyone else out there, uh, love to have you call in. You know, one of the things that I, I know is going to be uh, controversial is um, Candace Owens' new movie, uh, The Greatest Lie Ever Sold. George Floyd and the Rise of BLM. Um, now, folks, hey, that's on the Daily Wire, a very conservative place. Uh, but in the end of the day, 
I think that just that movement and what has come to light over the last year or so is well worth investigation and people finding out the truth. So that has just dropped, and I think for everybody to watch and find out kind of what's the truth behind that. Um, so that's kind of a local one. Maybe local races is on your issue. Maybe the Governor Ricketts slash Ben Sass thing is on your issue. Maybe school test results or lack thereof. I don't know. We'll talk about it when we come back. KLIN 1499.3. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Drive Time Lincoln with the commander, Jack Riggins, on the voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. All right, Thursday, October 13th, second segment. We're just having a talkative Thursday. Random topics, opening the call lines. Nobody's calling in. Shows the entire county and city's dead. Must be bore out on politics and issues, or it's just too darn windy out there. Who Jack, knows? Don't be so negative. 402 479 1400. Love talking to people. It's the people's platform. Oh, they're waking up now. I love it. They're waking up now. Uh, why Johnny uh, hammers away on, on the phone lines. We get some people on. Um, the text line always seems to be bumping. Uh, Charles says, and I quote, I would love to hear Senator Morfield's answer on if he would enforce a voter ID law if passed on referendum. Well, <laughs> you know, that get out to an event and someone ask him. In the end of the day, I would think that the vast majority of folks, if voter ID law passes would support it. Not only just do it, but also, um, but also uh, all the legalities go, yeah, this is good. It's just a small step of securing the election. I think all the uh, pros and cons for it at that point would be gone. So while that is kind of funny, I would, and believe that Senator Morfell absolutely uh, would enforce that. I don't even know how that would be enforced. I guess it would be if you went to vote and got all fired up because you didn't have your voter ID and uh, I guess put up a stink and got arrested about it um, in the county somewhere, right, as a county attorney. I don't know. But, uh, oh, we can always have Natalie Wieson, who always will call in and save the show. Natalie, how you been? Good. How are you, Jack? Good. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, of course. What are you talking about today? 
Oh, we're kind of all over the map. I was kind of running down with uh, the SEAL that's uh, done a documentary on uh, human trafficking from yesterday. Very good show. And just some of his background because it's very uh, unique. And uh, and his movie and now passion about exposing human trafficking and organ harvesting and all the nasty stuff. And, you know, obviously a little politics. Some of the texters have wanted to touch on that. So what do you want to talk about? Oh gosh, great question. You know, I'm up in Minnesota right now. Oh, I'll good for you. Here. Yeah, yeah, thanks. I'll be up here until the end of the, the election. Uh, I've been paying attention to what's going on in Lincoln, though. It looks like uh, Patty had a decent debate the other night with uh, with Senator Blood or uh, with Senator Flood, excuse me. And <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it looks like Adams been running hard. I heard you mentioning him just before I got on the line here. Um, and, uh, yeah, you know, it's election season or in the last month, all us politicos are extremely busy. Yeah. I mean, you might not be able to tell me, but are you working quote unquote up in Minnesota? I am. Yeah. Okay. I'm with, the, I'm on a, a coordinated campaign with the Minnesota democratic party up here. We're trying to flip a few seats from you Republicans. Yeah. To take a couple. Absolutely. And, uh, well, I got, I got to be honest. I'm actually glad you're working out of state and not working in the city here. <laughs> clever, clever. I'm still in contact with plenty. Of I know you are. My advice is only a phone call away. As many people know. That's true. Uh, folks, uh, uh, calling in Natalie Weiss, you may remember Natalie. She's on the show. Big friend of the show. Great LGBTQ. 2IA activist, I'll call it, supporter, and many other issues, too. And she's Democrat. She's probably my equal in debating. Um, well, I, I shouldn't even say my equal. You're willing to talk about the issues with me. I'm trying to catch up to where you're at. But, uh, you you know, you engage. I'll tell you what, yeah, the the scoop down here, at least the conservative scoop right on the more failed deal, is A, very competitive, agreed. And um, I think a lot of people are questioning, you know, why, given his background before he's going for the office, and just a few of the comments of, you know, a mix of some of the national uh, Democratic drumbeat, you know, versus mm-hmm. like local, what is the job? But I still think that race is very, very competitive. Um, Absolutely. I think that it is. And, um, you know, Adam is, uh, you know, it's a stark choice for Lincolnites, right? And yeah. for, for people of Lancaster County, really. Um, if you're a, a voter who, who cares about reproductive choice, if you're a voter who cares that uh, marriages that are established and exist here in Nebraska are continued to be treated as the legal relationships that they are. Adam's the choice for you. And if you're standing against those things, then a vote for his opponent is probably appropriate. Uh, but I think that that race and probably many others in Lincoln in Nebraska and all over the country this year are going to be decided on what your stance is on reproductive choice, what your stance is on LGBT rights, and what your stance is on election integrity. Uh, and I think that those are the, the really big three things. And we've got, you know, four weeks to go, and we'll see what happens. I think it's going to be an interesting night. Natalie, I am going to give you a high five when you get back for uh, getting that very, very good ideological plug-in. Very good. <laughs> and I'm not even going to counter comment on it. Um, but I do think you're accurate. And, and, and there is stark differences. 
and at some level, um, votes come down to a lot of different things, right? Some people look at facts. Some people look at law and order. Some people, like you just said, they're looking at abortion rights and, um, you know, uh, same-sex marriage. Um, so it's going to be interesting. I mean, this particular race uh, might be very just an ideological kind of what you choose to value in your vote race there i want to talk about uh yeah i want to talk about pansy brooks and flood because i hey listen folks i i think that race is gonna be so tight uh between flood and uh pansy brooks and i it's interesting to me watching the campaigning going on at least locally here um and yeah i i think a little bit and i want your comment on this i think there's a little bit as well an ideological piece to that not just the two individual people i think it's a little bigger than that in those particular races i think that you might be onto something there um you know with with the federal races i think that there's a very strong current of where do you fall on your opinion of january 6th and where do you fall on um you know, Texas's lawsuit to sort of challenge some of last election. And where do you fall on how much you trust election integrity as it stands? Um, and I think that that's much more in play with the, the CD1 race and the CD2 race, for that matter, and a lot of congressional races all over the country. Um, do you think that the last election was fair? And if you do, I think that uh, a vote for the Democrats is probably best. And if you don't, probably someone like Flood or some of the other Republicans all across the country who would like to continue to legally challenge that type of thing. That's a tough issue, you know. Um, our side of the stance, you know, my, my side, the Democrat side, um, we, uh, we sort of feel like in-person voting fraud is, is not something that happens, that Voter ID laws are probably going to suppress turnout, which is, uh, you know, I think for most Americans, probably a bad idea to to restrict voting and make it harder to vote. Um, but there are some people who think that in-person voter fraud is a big thing. And they think that, um, you know, the way that the, some states run their elections are open to fraud. And that's, um, you know, that's, a legitimate thing that's in our political climate is that argument. And, um, yeah, that's just, a, it's a tough one. Yeah. And I think that that's really, I think that that's what's in play for a lot of federal races this year is where do you as a voter fall on that issue on election integrity and whether or not these lawsuits concerning the last presidential election are valid or not. Um, and that's a decision that everyone's kind of got to make up on their own. It's tough to, you know, push someone off an opinion once they've made it on that issue. Yeah, I'm sure that there are a handful that have not made up their decision yet on that. There's a lot to digest with all of that. We've had some very interesting news out of the January 6th commission or committee uh, today. And um, yeah, it's a, it's a big election, this one. And there's some big issues that are really on the ballot. And there are certain candidates that are embodying different sides of these very big issues. Natalie, um, you're such a good political operative and speaker, um, and your thoughts are always uh, well put together. I am, of course, giggling a little bit, but it's all fair. Um, I, 
absolutely. Uh, let's get a cigar when you get back. Is it post election? Do it. Post- yeah, I'll be back post election. Okay. Yeah. yeah, we'll definitely uh scheme or something heading into the winter. Um and yeah, great thoughts. I mean, I, I think you do hit it right. I think this is an emotional time. I hope people are able to go out and kind of find the values and facts as best they can to make educated yeah. choices. Um and, you know, uh, it's just an interesting time in American history. In the end of the day, Natalie, you know, I'd I'd love to have you as a battle buddy and take you to war because I think you and I could solve a lot of problems, uh, both locally and nationally, because uh, we we just work through things. And that, I, uh, respect your opinion. Jack. Always fun talking to you. Be sure to vote, everyone. No matter what your opinion is, be sure to get registered and go vote on November eighth. Right on, Natalie. Best of luck up there in Minnesota. I'll talk to you when I get back. Okay, sounds good. Well, there you go, Natalie. Totally saving the call in day show. Wow, really good call. Um, of course, I'm I'm going to be different on some of the thoughts, um, but I have no problem letting her get out the talking points and the thoughts uh, because I think uh, on a lot of them she's very accurate on the sentiment and uh, defining some of the both local races and federal. Um, you know, and I just don't agree with some of them, but that's okay. That's okay. I mean, we, uh, you know, your vote counts just as much as my vote counts. Every man, Dan, welcome to Drive Time Lincoln. Welcome back. Hey, long time no talk. How are you, sir? We're doing well here. We're doing well. Hey, I wanted to, um, I was just calling in about um, some topics uh, about the political races in that last call. I have to disagree 100% with uh, the um, uh, Condon race. Condon's opponent is just uh, terrible in that he has no courtroom prosecuting experience. And the only, he, he, he advertises that he was on the, he argued before the Supreme Court. Well, that's as a student. He argued as a student with his, his instructors there coaching him how to, uh, to uh, argue. So it'd be like me winning a game of Monopoly and then claiming I was uh, a billionaire. You know, it's just, it, it just it's not... Uh, <laughs> That's that's an interesting analogy. That would be like me uh, winning a, a game of Call of Duty and claiming that I was a Navy SEAL and was in combat operations, right? The well, next I mean, time I win Monopoly, I'm totally going to say I'm a millionaire. Yeah, Johnny really loved that comment. That well, I think that's I think that's fair. I mean, that isn't necessarily a great talking point, in my opinion, on your experience. What I find interesting, and and Natalie brought it up, the caller before you is I, the sentiment being put out from several Democratic camps, including Morfeld's, right, is abortion. Natalie talked about that. It is, you know, reproductive rights, as we said. It's, it's same-sex marriage rights. It's, it's kind of these fringe things that I don't think that has anything to do with county attorney. To me, county attorney is pretty black and white as far as uh, enforcing the laws on the books. But Morfeld's talking points that I can pick out, you know, have been about, you know, marijuana, not charging for felonies and marijuana, trying to get marijuana legalized, uh, you know, the abortion. And I'm like, not any of those really have anything to do with that actual job they're great talking points right from an ideological perspective but that kind of scares me a little bit when somebody's just running on kind of those big national topics opposed to the specifics of the job and the and the experience of what it takes to get it done i think that's true and i think Morfield is more like a uh, a sign of the times where these big national interests 
take take interest in local politics to try to make the soft on crime agenda spread across the country. And you can see that with other um, candidates here in town, like uh, uh, Jason Kruger's opponent is soft on crime. Uh, you have that with some of these other. Uh, not know, another cashless bail type guy, is he? That's right. Yes, he is. He ran on that in, in 2018. Oh, God. He ran on, on, uh, on uh, cashless bail. And the same with uh, Russ Barger's opponent is also running on that same kind of platform where they're soft on crime, and they've always been in that way. Okay. Even, f- like, even Sparker's opponent is a better candidate for uh, county attorney <laughs> than Morphell. Yeah. Because at least he has courtroom experience. Yeah. Morphell has none of. Uh, crazy. I got more callers, Dan. Good call, though. Appreciate it. Yep. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Um, yeah, I mean, here are the facts. I don't care what the mayor says. Murders up 127%, auto theft 70%, arson 40%, <laughs> vandalism 51%, weapons offenses 40%, trespass 68%. Today's headline, 15-year-old boy stabbed in Waverly Park, car struck by gunfire in South Lincoln. I mean, it goes on and on. Like, why don't Democrats understand you can't? Do these soft on crime. You can't do these social experiments. They don't work, folks. They don't work. <sighs> Charlie, welcome to Drive Time Lincoln. Got about two minutes. Yeah, I'll make this quick, Jack. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, I'm calling about Adam Borfeld. Uh, I just wondered if anybody's kind of put this analogy together, that his stance on uh, prosecuting crime or not prosecuting crime based on I'm not sure what his criteria is, his personal moral beliefs, but uh, it's kind of like the district attorney in Los Angeles that was absolutely not charging people with crimes uh, that had been brought to him by law enforcement. And it seems to me that Adam's belief or thoughts on this process is about the same as that. And I'll let you uh, discuss that. Yeah, appreciate it, Charlie. I think we brought this up a little bit last week. I mean, as I understand it, you know, talking with Pat Condon and having Joe Kelly and and on the show and then talking with other county attorneys to understand it, right? It's the enforcement of the laws that are on the books, right? So in the end of the day, it isn't really a political job. It's a job that just enforces law. So it's like us as military men and women, right, we have our political beliefs, and we may not support a war that we're going to deploy in personally, but our duty that we took an oath to do is to go fight and do our job in the war, right? So you are putting country service ahead of self, and for all metrics, the county attorney job is that. And so that's why I think when Adam Morfeld is saying some of these things that are his personal beliefs and he's entitled to them and, you know, and or Democratic political beliefs and he's entitled to them, they don't fit for what we need as a county attorney and frankly, any county attorney. And you can see in other places where they have brought politics in, mainly on the West Coast. Yeah, it may make your numbers go down for crimes because they're not prosecuted, depending on how you do it, but you are undermining the work of the police and all the first responders. You are undermining the pinnings of, you know, good law and order and safety security of your citizens 
when you choose by personal or political beliefs not to enforce the laws on the books. And that is the job of both the county attorney and the city attorney. So, yeah, I'm a no on social experiments. Do what works. KLIN 1499.3. You're getting the 411 from DTL with Commander Jack Riggins on 1499.3 KLIN. Uh, shout out to Natalie Weiss, uh, getting the call lines fired up and hot today on a talkative Thursday. Um, also Charlie, Everyman Dan for calling in. Debbie, we didn't quite get to her. Um, Charles Scott, the other Scott, Nancy on the text line. Appreciate that. Um, all good thoughts. Hey, tomorrow we have, uh, Melanie Standiford in from, uh, Curtis, uh, got fired from her job for passing a petition trying to make her city a sanctuary city for the unborn. We'll explore that tomorrow. KLIN 1499.